Today's episode of JNR Basketball Podcast is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is the best and easiest place to play your fantasy sports. Fantasy football, fantasy basketball, fantasy hockey, fantasy baseball, all available on Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy lets you draft your fantasy dream team in a matter of minutes. Sign up now with promo code JNR and we'll double your first deposit up to $100 in bonus cash when you make your first deposit of $10 or more. Deposit 100, get 100 free. With the slick mobile app and user-friendly website, you'll have no problem jumping in and drafting your squad. Underdog Fantasy with promo code JNR. Sign up today. Check out the podcast description for the link. Welcome, everybody, to the JNR Basketball Podcast. I'm John, joined by Ronnie, and we have a special, supersized edition of JNR Basketball. And the reason for that is, as you might be able to tell by my voice, it is gone. It is absolutely oblivion. Uh, we attempted to record earlier in the week, and it just sounded like a Muppet talking to with Ronnie. Uh, so we opted to to hold off. So, Ronnie, I'm here, but I'm going to need you to help help fill some of this airspace with your hot takes. Yeah, absolutely. Can I tell people where you went? <laughs> sure. Yeah, Jonathan went to Vegas. He went to a hockey game. He, looked, he watched the Golden Knights there. Uh, what else did you do that with your skip? Oh, yeah, BattleBots. You were I went that. to BattleBots. And yes, that, that one is where you mainly lost your voice. So. <laughs> I <laughs> who, did. Who thought it, you'd be screaming that much there, right? <laughs> it, it's exciting. It's exciting to watch robots fight. Who would have thought? Um, yeah. Combined with the hockey game, yes, it, it did a number to my voice. But yeah. I'm here doing what we can, talking basketball. And let's talk about the Suns. The Suns yes, played please. the the defending champ, Golden State Warriors. And Devin Booker and Clay Thompson got into a little little bit of a tiff, a little bit of a lover's spat. I don't know what you would call it. What was your <laughs> yeah. what was your reaction to that? What so do you this think? Is, this is weird because they were just, they were jawing at each other for like, it just seemed like forever to me, um, like a full five minutes or something. Just they're going back and forth, like on the court, you know, offense, defense. And then at the same time, like after every touch of the ball that one had, the other one was saying something to each other. There's, there's going there. Oh man, they're, I don't know what they were saying to each other, but they just kept going and going up until it was time for a commercial break. And then they really started going at it. Like they had to be broken up. Eventually, Clay Thompson, he got called a, there was a double technical on him. First, it was just a regular technical. Double technical, yep. Yeah, and then he got really fired up and he got the second one. And yeah, they're just, thankfully, it was him that, that got ejected, which was his first time ever. I thought that was kind of interesting. He'd never been ejected from a game. And he is usually a kind of a, a cool-headed guy too, you know? So, but uh, Devin Booker got under his skin for some reason, and yeah, got ejected. Well, Thompson got ejected. Devin Booker Thompson got took ejected. The Devin Booker got a technical. Uh, there were seven technical fouls in the third quarter. When I saw that headline, I thought, "There's no way there could be seven technical fouls yeah. in the third quarter." Yes. Yeah, Clay Thompson was holding up four. He was showing everybody that he has four rings, which is yeah. four more than everybody on the Suns combined. Yes, Clay Thompson, we get it. You you have won multiple championships. But I would just love to know what they what they were jawing about. Now, yep. Devin Booker is a classy guy. He just said, "Oh, I love Clay. He's a competitive guy." And yeah, we when he just, was interviewed you know, after the game, this is what he was saying. Right? Yeah. So he Go was ahead. very, very. He wasn't. He wasn't spilling the tea. He wasn't giving out any dirty laundry, which I'm kind of happy for because you don't want to be. You know, snitches get stitches. But <laughs> uh, I just very curious to what was said. Uh, I haven't looked at the replay of that. I'm curious if I could read some lips and, and see some of the words that were said. Other than yeah. the, I got four. I got four. You have none. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, but that was interesting. They definitely never seen that before from from Clay Thompson, and I doubt we'll ever see it again. Yeah, it, I was trying to read their lips, and I didn't see anything too big. You know, it was just it was just more like where are you at, you know, that kind of stuff. You know, where were you? <laughs> like like you couldn't guard him. You know, so just kind of that that yeah. stuff. But that's the only thing I caught from reading lips. But yeah, by the way, it's, the game was 105 to 134. So Suns like totally killed the Warriors. But well, that, kinda, that was the turning point. It was close up until yeah. Clay Thompson got ejected. That was, you know, you never know how a team's going to react to something like that. The Suns took it personally. And right, yeah. In that third quarter, it was, it was 20 points Golden State scored, and the Suns scored 33. So you're right. That was a turning point because that was right around, around when Clay got ejected. But and that what just was shows. The fourth quarter? The fourth quarter was nineteen to twenty nine. Okay, so again, but, a ten point ten point difference. Yeah, they, they yeah. took the lead and built on it. Yeah, this kind of shows how important Clay is to the team, right? Because remember how 
how these guys played without him when he was injured too. And here it goes again. And yeah, just a uh, deja vu, right? <laughs> deja vu is right. <laughs> uh, on today's podcast, we're gonna we're gonna take a look at our week one results. We're going to pick our week two picks. So we're going to look at our, our recap on our picks, our picks of the week, our lock of the week, our underdog of the week. Uh, and we're going to look at week, week two and make those same picks. And then we're going to take a look back at week one fantasy. Oh, the optimism we had going into week one fantasy. <laughs> Hopefully it's still there. Uh, and we're also going to make our week two fantasy picks. So we got a lot coming up on the show. But let's talk about news and notes first. Ronnie, yes. what do you got? Let me see what I got. There was... Hold on, I was just pulling up my players. I was going over. I was getting ready to do fantasy stuff. I thought we were going to go. Right oh, into that we're not doing that first. Let me no, go in I, and I, news. I, so, so everybody that's listening, I said Ronnie the agenda and the lineup. <laughs> what we're going to do every single time, and every single time he acts like it's a shock. You sent me something. He has what? four email addresses. I said whatever I'm going to send him an email. I send it to all four. I have no okay. idea which one he checks. The answer is none of them. <laughs> It is. So, so don't be a Ronnie. Yeah. Don't be a Ronnie, guys. No, you just started um, going into fantasy. I thought you were going right into that, and then we're going to go. We've been going into fantasy. I, I, I was, I was giving about, a, so. I was giving a recap of what we were going to talk about <laughs> for our listeners. And Ronnie, what, look at look at the text I sent you. <laughs> it's okay. I got some good. What's news, the number okay? two? What's the number two item on the list? Screw it. Screw it. We got to go. We got a podcast it. to go over. Okay. Get the news. Let's go. So first thing is Damian Lillard is out one or two weeks with a calf strain. I did not see that. When yes. did that happen? Uh, that happened. I don't. Even, I think that happened just yesterday. I believe I saw. Okay. That. So yeah, it's a grade one calf strain. A team just announced it. So yeah, Ooh, he said he picked up the injury Wednesday's deal. loss against Miami Heat in Portland. So yeah, he's, we're we're gonna have to follow up and see what happens with that. But, but yeah, yeah, he's like a that, top ten oof. fantasy player. Do you have him? Absolutely. I do not have Damian Lillard. My wife oh, has Damian Lillard. Ooh. I might have him on my, my rotisserie league. I'll have to double check. I don't <laughs> think I do there either, but okay. Yep. Luckily, I don't have him, so I'm not worried about that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I thought this is cool. I just saw, found this out. The Warriors uh, were top. Here, I'll read the headline. It says, Warriors top Forbes list of most valuable NBA teams for first time ever. No shock so that, there, right? Well, yeah, but that's pretty cool for you know the first time. So it has a big picture of, you know. Clay and Curry and yeah, <laughs> Green, you yeah. know, so yeah, just uh, <laughs> the big three. I guess that is a big deal. The Lakers, the Clippers, the Knicks, you know, you expect those teams to yeah. be the most valuable based off their city and, and notoriety. Right, yeah. And they have a net worth of $7 billion, an increase of 25% from last year. That's that's crazy. That's so much money. <laughs> winning a championship, right? That'll do that. Yep. Multiple That'll championships, yep. Multiple, yep. All right, let me. I don't have any news right now. Do you yeah, have I, got, I got a couple. Yeah, I got a couple. I have a, an injury rundown, and it's okay. it's pretty bad. So we saw two Pelicans get their wings clipped on Sunday. Uh, yeah. Brandon Ingram is in concussion protocol. He will miss Friday's game against the Suns. This is going to be a rematch of the Western Conference playoffs last year, Western Conference semifinals, I believe. He will miss that game uh, against the Suns. Zion, everyone was waiting for Zion to get hurt. He didn't have to wait long. He has a hip contusion. He is a game-time decision Friday versus the Suns. If both Brandon and Zion are out, I feel like that's an easy win for the Suns, which probably means that they'll lose. But it's 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 rough to have your two top two guys out going into a, a big game against you know a potential playoff matchup. So that that's interesting news. Uh, a lot of other injuries going on. Colin Sexton left oblique contusion. He's a game time decision for Friday. One of my favorite players to watch, Darius Garland of the Cavaliers. He has an eye injury. He has been ruled out Friday against the Celtics. I miss that. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard, you hate to see it. His surgically repaired right knee, giving him some problems. He's missed Tuesday. He missed Thursday. He is in LA currently for treatment. He did not travel with the team. Another player that just can't seem to stay healthy. So good when he's on the court. He wasn't even starting. He was coming off the bench. They were trying to slowly ramp up his minutes and um, did not work out well. He is hurt. Russell Westbrook missed the game uh, against uh, whoever they played the fourth game. I can't recall. He has a hamstring issue. He is a questionable for their matchup against the Wolves. And Josh Giddy injured his ankle for the Oklahoma City Thunder. He missed Thursday's game. Uh, today's actually Thursday as we're recording this, October 27th. He missed Thursday's game. So a lot of big names missing games, you know, game here, game there, or or potentially longer with some of these guys. So sad yeah. to see superstars go down this early in the season. 
whether it be your home team, whether it be your fantasy team, whether it be whatever team, you you love to see the best of these guys. You love to see them healthy. Um, Do you think that Westbrook so, one really is a hamstring, or is that just him not wanting to play? So he had a terrible game yeah. against the Clippers. A terrible offensive game. He played really well defensively in that game. He had a terrible offensive game. I think it went 0 for 11. Um, maybe, maybe he was just taking a game off. I don't know where his headspace is. Uh, I don't know if he'll play against the Wolves. I, I, I don't know. I have no idea. You know, yeah. they want to trade him. I think, I think you need him to be on the court, at least doing something, uh, to, to make him good trade bait, but he's, he's a mess. The, oh, the Lakers are 0 and 4 and they have, if you look at the injury report, Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, they're all on the injury report. It's it's a rough rough year for the Lakers uh, thus far. Yeah, that's that's crazy, and I I just can't believe like how much money they paid Westbrook. You know, and here he is just not playing, and they're benching him. He's coming off the bench and stuff, and uh, he's just yeah. playing horribly when he is in the game. He's not doing anything for this team, so I don't know, just just crazy. I'm um, going back to some of the things, some of the players. So. Ingram is for sure out. You you mentioned that, but uh, did you say that uh, out, yep. Zion is a game time decision? Because I, I saw game that game time He's... decision. Correct. Yeah, yes. Okay. I I hope he. I plays. think he wants I... to play. I, yeah. I think he wants to. Yeah. I I hope he does. Like I, even though he's playing against his sons, I want to see how he matches up against Aiton. You know, I I would love to see that matchup. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um. Did you go uh, over? So there's a few other players. Did you go over? I you were, there were so many and so fast. Vassal, there were so many, yeah. Vassal and I, I skipped Vassal. I okay. skipped those guys because uh, I, w- I was picking the big sexy names and yeah. they didn't make my top eight. How many did I list? I mean, I listed a lot of guys. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. If you have well, some info on them, let's hear it. Yeah, a little bit. So Vassal is out with a short-term knee injury. So let's, I'll just, I'll keep it short at that. You know, so we're, I don't know, we don't know when he's going to come back yet. He's totally out though. Um, Conchar, Conchar, I'm not sure I would say his name yet, but he's out. With a short-term injury, he's had a, a shoulder issue. And there was one other... Oh, yeah, Anthony Davis. Did you mention him? I saw him on the injury report. It looked like he was a game-time decision, so I didn't yes. mention. I gotcha. feel like Anthony Davis and LeBron are going to be those guys that are always game-time decisions mm. throughout the season. Okay. They're going to miss a game here or there. Yep, um, his back I just is think sore. they're always going to be on the injury report. Yeah. I think Bradley Beal was listed as well as a game-time decision for the Wizards. Uh, but I didn't feel that he was actually going to miss any time. I okay. could be wrong. I could be wrong, but... Yeah, I'll, I'll um, note that in the that's future. The so, that I got. Yeah, anytime it's like game time decisions, we'll just we'll skip over those we'll, and we'll assume unless we saw it and we're like, hey, no game time decision. That dude's broke. Yeah. The the reason I was going over some of these names um that aren't really familiar to too many people is because they're actually doing great in fantasy, so they are gonna be fantasy relevant to some people. Another guy is uh, Bruno Fernando. He has a, he's on IL eligible right now with a knee injury. So uh, we're we're gonna have to. He's gonna be out for a while with that knee injury. So he was doing great if in you, fantasy. If you have an injury spot, yeah, it might be worth grabbing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I might probably release him. You know, it'd be, be a good idea to release him. Oh, I mean, unless you have an injury spot on your your roster, right? Yeah, if you can yeah, hold exactly. him, you can hold him. But yeah, depending on how your league is set up, there's there's so many ways it's set up, right? Like ours, it's set up right. so amazingly perfect. Yeah. Well, we're we're that's a perfect transition into our turn of the week. Um, <laughs> because I have a, a fantasy related turn of the week nominee. So week one was my pick. We're going to go over that in just a second. And what we're going to do is we're going to pick every other week. So the even weeks, I'll pick the turn of the week. We can both nominate, make our case for who we think is turn of the week. Uh, but ultimately week two, which we'll talk about on the next podcast, Ronnie will have the pick. Let's take a look back at week one. Um, we had a couple people that we talked about. We talked about Ben Simmons, who started off the season really, really rough. Two pretty atrocious games uh, in the first couple of days. We talked about Marcus Smart with his masterclass and flopping uh, opening game. He didn't even wait. He He's already started flopping. But yeah. ultimately, I went with the Philadelphia 76ers as the turn of the week. They started off the season 0-3. They are a championship contender in the East. I, I legitimately believe that. Now, looking at their schedule, they lost to the Celtics. They lost to the Bucks. A lot of teams are going to lose to the Celtics and the Bucks. Sometimes the schedule doesn't do you any favors. Game three was against the Spurs. Um, that should have been a gimme. That was actually my lock of the week, and they blew okay. it. They lost to the San Antonio Spurs. They finally get a win against the Pacers. 
which, come on, it's the Pacers. They're just as bad as the Spurs. <laughs> yeah. And then they lose again to the Raptors. So right now they're one and four, but they're the turn of week one for starting the season 0 and 3. Uh, so much promise, still a lot of promise, but they need to get it together. Any objections or any, any thoughts on my week one turn of the week? <laughs> nope. Uh, you, you know that one. I 100% agree with you. There's, yeah, they're, they got to step up their game. You know, that's exactly what you said. They just, they yeah, they want to get the Pacers, but whatever. Right, right. <laughs> so now, Ronnie, you are the judge for week two. I have four nominees for turn of the week for week two. We won't know until this weekend, right? This weekend's games have to play. Someone may come out as the champion in your mind, but I'm going to make a case for these four. <laughs> the champion uh, of I'm going to start the champion of turds of week two. <laughs> I'm going to go with Clay Thompson getting ejected in a in an important conference game. Showing up, hey, I have four rings. It's kind of cringe. We get it. You want a bunch of championships. I've never seen anybody else do that except for like Richard Sherman, who <laughs> yeah, in football, has, you know, he has his own set of issues. So he is yeah. one nominee. Get ejected from a close game. Can't do that. The Lakers are 0-4, and their their injury report looks like a lot like their roster, like their depth chart. They got a lot of guys injured. They're not winning games. It's going to get ugly there fast, especially with the the Russell Westbrook drama. I have Ben Simmons. He is averaging 5.2 points a game thus far in the season. He has played five games. The max he has scored this year has been seven points. You have Kyrie Irving yelling, shoot it, Ben, in the (laughs) middle of a play, and he decides to pass it. His Something's going on with Ben Simmons. I don't know what it is, but he needs to get it together. He is a, he is supposed to be an all-star in this league, and he is playing like the ninth or tenth guy off the bench. Um, he needs to get it together. And yes. my final nomination for Turn of the Week is you, Ronnie, what? for changing the rules in our fantasy draft or our fantasy uh, no. league and basically locking everybody out from doing anything while well, I have to watch nobody play this week. And... Um, that's a turd move, Ronnie. A turd move. Are you projected to win this week, by the way? I was until I locked everything oh. up. <laughs> yeah, I was too until you locked everything up. So was, I hope you lose. You deserve yeah. it. You turd. Bro, bro. <laughs> you made me say bro. I was so yeah, mad at myself. Awkward. And it, it wasn't like, it wasn't my fault. I don't feel like it was my fault. It was just Yahoo's fault for locking everything up. Like I, I, I made this change. I thought it was going to be good for the league because it said you could modify your ads and drops up until Monday, you know, and then, uh, and then that lineup that you choose is, you know, like that team that you have at that time, not lineup, the team that you have is going to be your team for the rest of the week. So like, okay, cool. Thinking that you could still, you know, sub in your bench players throughout the week, but nope, it, it locked up whatever you put on Monday. That's how everything was for the whole entire week. And, and there wasn't a lot of games on Monday. So yeah. a lot of teams had, I have, I think I have Zion in. I think I have another injured dude in. I, yeah. I definitely got hose. So that so, is why, yeah. that is why, Ronnie, you're on my turn of the week. Now you get a pick this week. You get to pick the final champion. Uh, I will have great respect if you pick yourself. <laughs> However, I don't expect you to pick yourself. And I get that. I get that. It's, it's rough. So Clay Thompson did have that bad game against the, against the Suns. That, that one I, yep. I thought that was going to be my lock for a turn of the week when you first mentioned him because I was like, yes, good pick, you know. Well, let's let's not get crazy. We still have the weekend, right? Right. We still have the weekend of basketball. These are just my my clubhouse leaders so far. Uh, yeah. Did you have anyone you wanted to add or, or are you happy with this list thus far? Yes, I do want to add one person, but I don't know if it's even fair. I wanted to add Kawhi Leonard. What do you think about that one? Because he was so high on everything. He's injured now, so he – like. There, there's all this talk about them, you know, making the championships. I think he was projected third to, to win the championship, but then he like comes back from injury and he like, he has his knee soreness now and he's he's injured and I don't think he's gonna play very much anymore because he's he's a player that you want to keep like healthy. You want to get healthy for the playoffs because that's when he steps everything up. So I think the the Clippers think that you know we could actually we could get to the playoffs. We know that because we got there without him. So I think Kawhi's going to sit back and relax for this whole year and not play until the playoffs. So I would throw him into the turn of the week. Yeah. I, you know, this is your week to choose. I, I stay away from injuries because, mm-hmm. you know, you never know what caused it, the severity of it. I don't think it's their fault. I think Kawhi coming in and missing seven three throws like Ben Simmons, um, I think that qualifies him more as turn of the week. But yep. being hurt to me doesn't. But like I said, this is 
This is week two. This is your week, Roddy. You could you could nominate him. You could pick him if you like. Um, I, I I tend to stay away from injuries in my in my studies. I guess. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, then I'm I'm leaning towards Simmons out, out of all these players right now. Yes, he's, he's probably going to be the the biggest turd because I have him on my fantasy team. I feel everybody struggles right now. Like he was one of those players I picked up thinking you know he'll he'll mesh with this team eventually. You know he'll be okay, but he hasn't <laughs> yet. And he just he does not look good. He's he's this big player, you know. He he's supposed to be the superstar, this all star, but nobody sees it right now, and nobody knows what's going on with him. And uh, yeah, he's he's at the top of the list. He is. So let's go over our week one picks. Uh, this was this was ugly for me. Let's start with our lock of the week. I picked the Sixers over the Spurs. That was a huge L. So I'm 0-1 to start the season. Uh, you picked the Pelicans over the Hornets. It was a close one, but the Pelicans did win. Uh, so you were 1-0 with your lock of the week. So I just, just to let everybody know, I do put my money where my mouth is uh, when I pick my lock of the week. And I... Yes, I lost. <laughs> Disappointed. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, underdog of the week. You picked the Thunder versus the Nuggets, a close game. You got the loss. I picked the Kings over the Clippers, another close game, uh, but a loss. But I think both of these teams are going to surprise some teams this year and, and win some of these close games. So um, if you keep picking them as underdog, I think eventually it's going to pay off. But as of right now, we are both 0-1 with our underdog pick of the week. Yeah, I mean underdogs are so tough to pick right now. So right? tough. So, yep. Yeah, it's it's okay. Yeah. We're we're gonna get there. We're gonna we're gonna see the trends and everything. We just it's early in the season, you know. But uh, give us a chance. We'll we'll catch up. We'll be fine. Yeah, absolutely. So we looked at our fantasy player of the weekend, and uh, I picked James Harden. You picked Brandon Ingram. I was more right than you were, but neither <laughs> of us got it right. Uh, John Morant was the fantasy player of the weekend last Friday. He scored. 66 fantasy points, scored 49 actual points, uh, and had a great, great game. Um, so no no surprise there. So we both missed out on that one. I feel like our breakout pick of the weeks are kind of cheat. Uh, I picked Damian Lillard because he started off slow. You picked Ben Simmons because he started off slow. Mm -hmm. Damian Lillard obviously did better than Ben Simmons, but it's not really a breakout that's sort of the expectation for those sort of guys. So yeah. uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give us an asterisk on that one. Yeah, I kind of just threw a player in real quick on that yeah, podcast. Yeah. The the breakout player of the week was Jonas Valanciunas of the Pelicans. He put up 55, 55 fantasy points, 30 actual points, and just dominated that game uh, against yeah. the Hornets. Uh, so he was the breakout player of the week. Congratulations, Valanciunas. Uh just just a dominant performance overall by him. Yeah, remember uh, how so, I said I'd rather have him over Aiden because I know at least he's going to get all the yep. rebounds and Aiden's going to watch him. <laughs> so, yeah, I still wish we would have gone for him when it, during the free agent yeah. time. He is, he is a solid player so far this season. Uh, I think you're going to be – I mean, I guess it's true with Aiden, right? You're going to get streaks. He's going to be streaky. Yeah. Some, some teams he matches up better against than others. Uh, so let's go into our week two picks. Uh, Ronnie, do you want to start with your lock of the week? My lock of the week is going to be, I, I, I almost wanted to change it, but I'm sticking with it. Um, I picked a game on October 30th, Wizards at Celtics, with the Celtics winning. Um, I don't, I just feel like the Celtics, they're a really strong team. You really can't go wrong with them, right? Um, I thought Wizards were a weaker team, but after looking at some of the games they played, they're not that weak, so I, the Wizards have a chance, but I'm still locking it in. Out of all the other games I was looking at, I feel like the Celtics are still going to take them, and they're, they're going to win this one. I don't know. What, what do you think about my pick? I think that's a pretty safe pick. I, I agree. The The Celtics, I mean, they're, they're the defending East champions for a reason. They know how to play basketball. Uh, the Wizards are, are – they're not there yet. They're not on that level. They won't get there this year. So yeah. obviously they could get surprised, but – uh, I feel like that's a pretty safe pick, which is the goal of the lock of the week, right? You want to pick a team that you definitely think is going to win. Mm -hmm. uh, I I would say that's a solid pick. I picked before you gave me the Damian Lillard news, so now I'm a little sweating, but I'm not going to change it. I picked the Portland Trailblazers defeating the Houston Rockets. Yeah. The Rockets are a bad team. The what Blazers, day is that game? Even with, uh, you know what? I just wrote down the Oh, I found it. October 28th. Lineup. I don't, okay. So that is tomorrow. That's a Friday game. Yes. 
Uh, so with Damian Lillard out, eh, it's a little less of a lock, but I'm, I'm going to stick with it. The Blazers over the Rockets. That's my lock of the week. Uh, yeah. It's a good pick. Blazers are a good team. Yeah, Even I, when Damian Lillard was off that first game of the season, they still won. So uh, they just beat the Suns. Yep. Well. I like it, except you got to worry about, do you remember who's on the Rockets? Boban. So I don't know. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> how, how many minutes has Boban played this year? Just out of curiosity. <laughs> I don't know. Let's see if I can find it real quick. I, I won't be yeah. able to find it real quick. But uh, yeah, let's see. Stats. I can't imagine he's playing a lot of game, a lot of minutes. He's he's not a good player, Ronnie. Let me go to the bottom of the list. Oh yeah, he's at the very bottom with he just played three games, uh one point seven minutes per game. Ooh. So that's yep. the difference. Pretty interesting. That's the difference. Yeah, he's, they're gonna put him in there and he's gonna score twenty points in that one point seven <laughs> minutes. All right. Let's move to our underdog pick of the week. This is where we pick a team that we think is going to pull off the upset. And beat the favorited team. Uh, I'll go first again. I'm okay. sticking with the Sacramento Kings against the Miami Heat. The Heat looked pretty rough in that matchup against the Celtics. Uh, Jimmy Butler looks unsure of himself. Um, I think the Kings, like I mentioned, are going to surprise some teams and win some games. This could be the first big win for them uh, okay. as an underdog. That that really kind of puts an exclamation point on the direction that they're heading. I like your strategy where you're just going to stick with the same team until they win, right? The same bad team. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that may or may not be my strategy. We'll see how they do this week. Well, no. So they did play some really strong teams, the Kings did. So they, they played against the Blazers, the Clippers, the Warriors. They lost all those games. But the Warriors game, it was, Man, only, it, was, it was a five-game difference. The Clippers, two-point difference. And Shell Blazers, uh, let's see, 15, seven-point difference. So yeah. not, I don't think that's a bad pick because like you said at the beginning of the season, you thought the Kings were going to surprise us. They're not that bad of a team. They just haven't won yet. They haven't scored. Yeah, they haven't more put points, it you know? all together yet. But they're um, right there. They could. Yeah, I agree. This this is a good underdog pick. I, I really think that's a that's a winner right there. If I was going to bet money on so. that, I would. I might parlay I hope that. So. <laughs> all right. Uh, who is so, your underdog of the week, Ronnie? Yes. Let's hear it. Mine is on October 28th. It's going to be Hawks at Pistons with Pistons winning. This <laughs> was really just based off of the fact that I love the Pistons and I I can't believe they they're they're one and four right now. Hawks are three and one. I don't know why, but I, I just have a feeling that the Pistons are gonna come out on top. They're they're a young team, and when you do have a young team, it takes a few games for you to de- develop that chemistry with your other new players. And there are some really good players on this team. Uh, Ivy has really come into his prime, you know, just a He's he's taking the point guard position. Prime. He's a, he's a rookie, so he I'm, looks comfortable. Dude, he looks yeah. You're, I know. I didn't like that wordage. Okay. I didn't like okay, that wordage when I was saying that. Either. Not gonna let you, not gonna let you get away with that, Ronnie. <laughs> but I I really think he's he's becoming a, a really good player right off the bat. You know, like his his rookie season. So um, I'm excited to see the matchups with these young guys against the Hawks players, and I think they're going to be able to take it. Oh, yeah, they right. played against each other already, too, by the way. So Wednesday oh, wow. they played. Already repeats. Yes, That's crazy. and it was 118 to 113, the Hawks okay. one. That's another reason why I think that Detroit's going to win because um, I usually when I, I've seen pe- uh, teams rematch each other, they uh, they do better. They, they come out yeah. on top. It's hard to beat the same team consecutive times. Right. right? That's, that's why playoff series tend to go deep. And the Hawks um, are a six-point favorite. I have that already. So they are definitely the underdogs. Pistons are. Let's see your game. Right. So the, yeah, Bla- the Blazers my... are. No, 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 actually... no. That's that's my favorite. That's my lock. The Kings yeah, are my underdog. That's okay. Yeah, they're a five point favorite. I just have it in front. Okay. Front okay. Of me. Okay. And Kings are. Let's see. What day is it? Okay, it's the 29th. It doesn't have the favorites yet on this. Okay. Because yeah, I guess some of the Heat or one. Kings could get injured, but yeah, um, I, I feel like it's a safe. You know, the Heat are a playoff team that's returning most players. The Kings are historically a mess um, yeah all right let's move to our game of the weekend this is where we pick a game that we're excited to see that we're going to watch so that we can talk about it uh on our early next week episode uh i want to go first on this one i picked the lakers and the timberwolves just because yes. your boy patrick beverly going against his old team i think there's going to be some fireworks there i think he's going to have a big game 
Um, so if you don't have him on your fantasy team, it might be worth looking at him and, and maybe giving him the, the vengeance start, the revenge game. Patrick <laughs> Beverly revenge, uh, could be, could be big points for him. Uh, I just think it's going to be a, a chippy sort of feisty game with the new look Timberwolves and the beat up Lakers, but Patrick Beverly being sort of that dynamite piece that could go off at any time and, and cause, you know, seven technical fouls in the third <laughs> quarter or or they could completely shut them down so I'm, I'm i'm intrigued to watch to see what happens yeah that, i like that because you don't know how you don't, no one's really heard anything about beverly's feelings on the timberwolves right i haven't heard anything so yeah it'll be interesting if he does have hard feelings from leaving the timberwolves or you know being traded from them first he was traded to utah so you know that right. really got under his skin because utah was looking really bad <laughs> at that time so <laughs> Uh, yeah, that, that's a good game. I'm, I definitely hope I can watch that one. Cause yeah, good pick. You know, uh, everyone's uh, also Beverly is a good pick for your fantasy pick because, um, Westbrook is probably going to be out and, you know, they, they, Possibly, have, yeah. they don't have shorter yet either. So he's pretty much the only point guard available. I know we were talking about that at the beginning of the season where, you know, how's three point guards going to work out? Well, they need them. So they only have one available. So that's a good, good choice on their end. Interesting. So my pick was the of the week. Yep, this is my pick of the week. Another pick October twenty eighth game, Pelicans at Suns. Um, I don't think this would was going to surprise everybody if they saw a list of teams to pick. But yeah, I I love the Pelicans. I used to like the Suns, <laughs> but no, their Suns are actually they're doing okay this year, a lot better than I expected. So it's a playoff rematch, and hopefully we're going to have Zion just like we talked about. I, I want to see how the Suns do against these this Pelican team you know, after the playoffs. You know, now that they they got Zion, so yeah, right. definitely want to check that one out. Yeah, the Pelicans really gave it to the Suns, and, and I don't think anyone expected that series to be as difficult as it was for the Suns. I think they have a, a talented group of young players, a veteran in CJ McCollum, and a exciting coach in Willie Green uh, leading leading this team. And I, I think they're, I agree with you. They're an exciting team to watch. I wish they were all healthy. I wish we could see them at full strength. Uh, but Brandon Ingram will definitely miss this game. Zion possible. Uh, this is a good game. I'm excited to watch this one as well. So thank you. Thank you for picking this, Ronnie. Yeah, absolutely. So the deal is, Th- thanks for keeping track of everything so we could you know, see our stats yeah. at the end of, at, at the end of the season, see who's a better picker. <laughs> <laughs> our deal is that we're both supposed to watch our picks of the week. Uh, so far, I have watched all the picks of the week. And Roddy, how many have you watched? <laughs> you have not watched all of them. Bullcrap. I have watched. You, you. Who did you pick last week? The Grizzlies and the uh, Grizzlies and the the Mavericks. Well, okay, I wait, that when game. you say you watch it, do you mean you watch like the two minute highlight reel? No. <laughs> yeah, it's, right. It's, it's a ten minute highlight reel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, fine. Have you watched ten minutes of any of the games? Yes, I got caught up on right. everything last Touché. night. All right. I, okay, I except for one for game. The sass. You know what? I, I am lying partially because it was one game. I was like, what one did Jonathan pick for this one? And I, I, I'm I, pretty sure I watched it. I just don't know which one you picked. I watched like two bowls and two, two the, heat Cel- ones. Cel- Celtics in the heat. Yeah. Okay, good. I watched That's that one. See? So yeah, yeah. I watched okay. all of them. All right. I, cool. I retract my accusation and I apologize <laughs> uh, this week. We got to watch the Lakers and the Wolves and the Pelicans and the Suns. That seems pretty easy. Yeah, I'm at, pretty I'm easy. Definitely going to be watching that Suns one, but uh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch the other one live. I'll, I'll definitely watch the highlights. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm definitely not going to watch it live. I, yeah, <laughs> they're so early. No, it's 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 difficult to do. Um, but that's why you have NBA League Pass. That's why you enjoy exactly. the technology. Uh, although it does suck for your home team, yep. so it's easier to watch the Suns live. Or if you have YouTube TV to DVR it, which is what I'll be doing. Yeah. Um, Note to self: if you if you have League Pass, make sure you watch your home games when they're live, yeah, because League yeah. Pass is going to block it out. You know they're not going to let you watch it. So, yeah, they do. They block it out for three days yeah, after the rough. game. Um, so the key is to find a team that you don't like, set your VPN to that, and then sign up. So let's say, hey, I'm I'm in Toronto. The Raptors are my team. I can't watch any of the Raptors games right afterwards, but I can live with that choice. Uh, but it'll allow me to watch other ones. So lessons were learned uh, yeah. next year. Next year we'll have to do that. But so uh, I'm excited for both of these games. I can watch all the Pelicans and all the Pistons I want, but Suns blocked every time. <laughs> every time. All right. Ready to all get right, into fantasy sure. stuff? Let's talk fantasy. I know you're you're itching Sweet. literally. Uh, you should probably go to a doctor, but let's go ahead and talk <laughs> about our week one recap, uh, which we already did. James Harden, my apologies. 
yeah, so that was our week one recap. Let's jump into week two uh, with our our pick of the week. So this person, pick of the weekend, who do you think is going to be the top fantasy player this weekend? All right, pick of the weekend. Who did I have? Let me let me go through my notes here again. Hold on. While you are I... going through your notes, I will say <laughs> mine because uh, I have it right here in front of me. I picked Luka Doncic of the Mavericks going against the Thunder. Luka knows how to score. I don't think anyone's shocked by that. I think he's going to have a huge game this weekend against a Thunder team that is, is looking a little bit beat up with Josh Giddey. Uh, obviously, Chet Holgram is out. I think Luka is just going to go on a tear. Uh, my only hope is that they don't get too big of a lead where his minutes are going to be, you know, pulled off a little bit. Uh, but after that Suns comeback, I feel like the Mavericks are playing a little bit safe. So I think we're going to see a little bit of pouring it on for the Mavericks in this game specifically. Uh, I think Luka is going to be the fantasy player of the weekend. Ah, yes. That's a good pick. Uh, well, actually, you know what? I don't think that's a good pick. I kind of want to... I, I understand. He's going to have good games, right? But I don't think it's a really good pick for this week. I'm going to save that for a little bit for later. I'll I'll tell you why. Um, my pick is going to be Durant. Um, I I, I kind of almost want to save why I picked Durant later too, but... Uh, yeah, he's just one of the best players in the league, right? And he's he's not he he's not off to the great start that we thought he was going to be at. But uh, yeah, he's he's going to come back and he's going to have a huge week for this week in particular. I'm going to save it till later, but that's my pick, Durant. Okay, <laughs> saving it for later, even though we are on the the tail end of the podcast. <laughs> gonna, just a little bit. See later. how that's going to work out. Just uh, a, okay. just a tidbit. Okay, last but... last uh, thing we have is our breakout player of the week. So this is a player that is not in the top twenty-five, but you think we think he's going to break out, maybe from the the seventy-fifth position and, and jump into the top twenty-five. So this specific player for this weekend, whether it be the matchup, whether it be whatever, is going to have a good weekend, um, and he's going to outplay his current uh, average uh, with that. So I originally picked. Paolo Blanchero of the Orlando Magic going against the Hornets. But Paolo has been doing great this season. He's already in the top 25, so I kind of had to throw him out the window. I think he's going to have a great game this weekend, uh, but he doesn't qualify for breakout player of the week. So I picked the player currently ranked 122nd. I think he's going to muscle his way up the charts this weekend, and that is Draymond Green. Again, going against the Hornets. The Hornets struggled with uh, Jonas Valanciunas. I think... They don't have a solid big man. Draymond Green isn't your prototypical big man, but I think he's going to have a good game as far as rebounding and assists go. I think he'll score his buckets. Uh, so I think Draymond Green is going to be the breakout player of the weekend. That's that's. Uh, do you think that's going to happen even though he doesn't score that many points? Do you think he's going to pull down all those rebounds and everything and get his points yes, there? I think, I think he is going to be the perfect example of someone that sort of spreads his fantasy points around. He's yeah. not just going to be one category dominant. He's just going to be, you know, the master of none. That's almost the perfect description of Draymond Green, right? He's right. not great at any of those categories, but he's good enough. And when you put that body of work together, uh, it, it works out. It works out pretty well for him. So, okay. uh, yeah, I think I think he's going to have a good weekend. I think he's certainly going to be better. He's ranked 122 right now. He's going to be better than that. Yeah. All right. Well. I like that pick, kind of. I hope it works out for you. I so are we going to keep track of whose pick does better? Yeah, yeah, I got it. I got it all. Nice. Oh, my, okay, my cool. Microsoft Excel, uh, not a sponsor of the podcast, but uh, <laughs> they make life easy. I hope I got the rules of the picks done because I I went with uh, what's what's this guy's first name? Den- yes, Dennis Smith Jr. of Charlotte. I almost said Bobcats right there. Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> So I picked him because um, that ball brother, whichever one plays with this team, he's still injured. <laughs> he's not coming back yet, and this guy's taken over as a the you know starting point guard. Um, and these guys, yeah, they're they're gonna just like Durant. I picked these two players for a certain reason, which I'm not gonna reveal yet. It's all gonna come full circle, but he is gonna have an excellent week this week. He preseason so, his preseason yeah. uh, ranking was. 382nd but yeah he, he's gonna have an amazing week he's currently ranked 68th so he has been playing good basketball mm-hmm. uh you think he's going to continue to improve yes and make another jump up that's good here's here's the stat that's most surprising to me uh he's currently rostered in 52 percent of the leagues yes so he could be available in your league 
right now. He's not in ours, but he could be available in yours. There's a 50-50 chance. So uh, stop what you're doing. Go and see if he's available. Pick him up on your waiver wire because Ronnie thinks he will be the breakout player of the week. And he's got he's got roster space. He might be there. That's awesome. That's a great pick, Ronnie. Yes, thank you. All right, I'm I'm going to take over now unless you have anything else. No, do it. Let's do it. Well, let me just check okay. Draymond Green. Uh, okay. Draymond Green is rostered in 91% of the league, so nice. uh, less likely you'll be able to pick him up. Uh, but, Still, but Ronnie's guy, Dennis 9%. Smith Jr., he is available. Yeah, and in deep leagues, he won't be available. But yeah, there's there's some some leagues you'll find him in there. So yeah, if you want to pick him, add him, go for it. Okay, so week three is almost here. So if you're frustrated over losing your matchups for the first couple of weeks, then it's time to look at your roster and make some changes, right? But there's so many players out there. Which one should you choose? I'm here for you. I'm I'm taking over this podcast, right? This is this is my baby. I'm going to show you who you need to get to make your to give you a win in week three. Um, I want to go over a few things I learned about fantasy basketball so far first too. So the first thing All I learned right. because you know we we're just I just started doing fantasy basketball. This is my first year. Um, the first thing I, I just learned, want to say that I'm currently second place in our league and I'm first place job. in my other league. So, oh yeah, I, I got did this. I, this is did easy. I even tell you I I did sign up for a, a categories league? I don't know if I even oh, mentioned yeah? that yet. So yeah, yeah. yeah. you I'm, mentioned it briefly. I think I'm winning so far. It just started. This is the first week. I am beating the guy. So yeah, we'll see is how it that just ends up. One versus one. No, it's you're such a jerk. It's twelve team league. <laughs> well, you said and I'm beating the guy. Like you're only playing against one other guy. No, because I'm so. playing against the one person this week. Isn't that how it works in you're, categories? You're doing head to head, head to head categories. Yes, it's like whatever okay. the standard Yahoo okay. thing is. It's like all all default. So, so yeah, that way I'm doing, I get. I'm doing the season long, just accumulation, like a true oh, true rotisserie gotcha. style league. Yeah, I, uh, but, I just wanted to do the default version okay. somewhere so yeah. I could relate to the, the listeners a little bit more. You know, give give them some insight on who they should choose, too. So, yep, yep, absolutely. Okay, so the first thing I learned about fantasy basketball is that it's all about schedule. So to get the advantage every week, it would be beneficial for you to find out how many games each player has each week, right? Most teams play three games in a week, but some have four. Some only have two. And that's when you need to look at the value of your player that has two to three games and decide if he's worth dropping for a player that has four games. So the t- for this week coming up for week three, we have nine teams that are going to play four games each and three teams that are going to only play two games. All the rest of the teams are going to play three games. So this is really important, right? So the teams with four Absolutely. games this yeah. week, it's Brooklyn Nets, Durant, Chicago Bulls, LA Clippers, Memphis Grizzlies, Milwaukee Bucks, Toronto Raptors, Utah Jazz, and Washington Wizards. So okay. now you can see why I picked those players, right? So we got um Oh that they never mind, I okay, yeah, but anyways, I was thinking of something, sorry. But yeah, Durant is definitely gonna be my be my breakout player for that reason. The teams with only two games this week is Dallas Mavericks, Denver Nuggets, and Indiana Pacers. So Dallas Mavericks, right? That's Luca, the one that you picked. Bad choice. He's only going to play two games this week, Jonathan. That's why I think it's it, no, no. That's, yeah. So he he's the player of the weekend. Is he has the best fantasy performance in a game this weekend? weekend. So who who is the top gotcha. fantasy player this weekend? Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And I, like I said, I think it's going to be Luka Doncic. And maybe he's not. That's fine. But I'm not looking at the full body of the goal of that. Wasn't the full body of work? Ah, oh, okay. Um, you know what? My bad. Just, yeah, no, I mean, you still pick some, some players that might still have yep. a great weekend. But I'm still going like, to stick with them. John Morant had one great game last weekend and one eh game last weekend. But yeah. he his good game was, you know, that that's what we're looking at when we when we say it that way. Yes, yeah, I agree. So, yeah, Durant's another bad pick. He's right up there with Luka a lot of the time. So, yeah, and the other guy, I'm not sure. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> Anyways, and also, too, if you're going to drop one of these players that are only going to play maybe two games for the week, you have to ask yourself, too, will you be okay playing against that player? And if the answer is no, then you probably will regret dropping him. So be careful about that, okay? That's the first thing I learned. The next thing I learned, well, first of all, do you, after all these, I, I just want to kind of get your input. What, what do you think about all that? What do you think about you know, the, yeah, the games for weeks That's, and everything? Like, I have any input it's, on it's, that? It's great if you have somebody that's sort of your utility guy that 
you can just drop it. You don't really care about it because you'll get a player of comparable point value easily. So that guy you drop every week, hey, how many games are you playing this week? Four? Great. I'm going to pick you up. Only two? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to drop you and find somebody for four. It's great if you can do that. Don't do that with Giannis. Don't do yes. that with Harden. Don't do that with these guys that are top-tier players. Do it with your eh, I could lose them. I could keep them. I'm not too worried about it. Like my team, I have Tim Hardaway Jr., who has just been pretty mediocre overall. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a decent game tonight. But if if I drop him and pick somebody else up, I'm, I'm not going to sweat it because there will be another player uh, available similar to his similar to his yep. points. Similar 100% to his agree with that. I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to mention that too. So yeah, we got Luka, we got Jokic. They're on the Mavericks and Nuggets with only two games this week. You don't drop them. You don't even bench them. You just right. realize that you're probably going to get maybe like 40 or 50 points for only two games that we consider three or four. So, yeah, I still start them because, yeah, whatever. They're still going to be excellent. But those players that are maybe put, giving you 20 points, you could easily drop those players and then get another 20-point player who's going to play four games compared to the two games. And which, would you know, that's like 80 points compared to 40 points altogether for the week, you know? So definitely look at those. All right, next thing I learned that you'll, you'll want to take a look at this is how many minutes does your player average per game? So more minutes equals more opportunities, right? This isn't always the case because players like P.J. Tucker who don't score much, but uh, if you're comparing two players that are projected the same amount of stats, like look, look how many minutes they've played in the past games. Be careful that there's not a starter who missed games too because of that, because of an injury. So they that they may be coming back from injury that week to take away minutes from the player you're considering. I hope that I said that a little fast, so... If you're, if yeah, there's so a player, Dennis, on you waiver, mentioned Dennis Smith Jr., right? Yeah, he is the guy that you you picked as your breakout. If all of a sudden Lonzo Ball comes back, you're going to see his production drop significantly because exactly. now he's getting the bulk of the minutes, and now he's going to have to share minutes, and you're going to see that you're going to see that drop. So, right. uh, absolutely, be aware of that. Why is he playing so many minutes? Well, so and so is hurt. Well, when so and so coming back, and just mm-hmm. having that knowledge, uh, well, you know, maybe you could use him as trade bait for someone that's not following the stats and be like, oh, damn, he wants to trade me this guy that's scoring this many points? Yep. Okay. Next week, Lonzo Ball comes back and his production drops and you're laughing your, you're laughing yourself to the bank. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, just like that that player on Charlotte Hornets, I, I can't remember his name, <laughs> who I picked. Same thing might happen with Damian Lillard, right? Who's going to be his replacement? So pick him up if right. you have Damian Lillard. And he's, he's going to not score as much as Dame, but he's going to be a decent replacement for you know the zero that you're going to get on your on your bench with team. Right. All right, so my other thing, my last thing I learned um, is players that have workload management. This this is this is probably the most annoying thing I've come across so far in fantasy basketball because I had John Wall, right? And he's a workload manage- management player. So is Jamal Murray. LeBron James has been in the past. He hasn't missed a game yet, but I'm sure he will in the future. That's just what they do. These players tend to have rest days for one of the two back-to-back games they have. And there's back-to-back games almost every week. So best advice I could give you on these types of players is trade them. Now, <laughs> I, I honestly truly believe that because you try trading them for a player that is that is equal per game, per fantasy stats. You might get lucky with someone who just likes that other player more. Like if you try, try trading LeBron James, you know, for a, like let's say LeBron's scoring 40 points per game, and you try trading somebody else who for a player that plays that scores like 40 points or maybe even 35, well, you're probably going to have more points with the player you're trading for because at least that player is going to play all of his games throughout the week. He's not going to be a load management player. You're not get, with the LeBron. You're you're stuck with a guaranteed zero each week for every back-to-back game for John Wall or Jam- Jamal Murray. So that's a big thing I learned. Also, which player is going to benefit from the load management? You got to look at that. So look for players that play a decent amount of minutes to replace the load management player. You might be able to add players to your team and get three to four games out of them as opposed to just two to three. And again, trading away those players is the best way to handle load management players. I'm I'm sticking to that rule that I made. What do you think? Uh, I, I don't know how I feel about that rule because... Uh, I don't know. I guess in short, the short ways. I, I I understand what you're saying. I think that's great, but I I do think that having those players healthy 
is better both for the team and for the fantasy perspective as long as you know he's going to sit every bat. I mean, I've had to bench players that have a game just because uh, everyone has a game that day. So maybe you explore that option first. Um, I mean, there's a reason you drafted that player. Right? There's a reason you, you slotted him where you did and you took him to just trade him away because of load management concerns. Um, yeah, I would have to be very concerned uh, that he he's going to miss a lot of games for me to to pull the trigger on that. So let's say your wife is a fan of of LeBron James, right? And I offer her the trade of LeBron James for, let's say, uh, the the player I like, um, Ingram. Do you think that she would take that trade just because she would be a LeBron James fan? And then she might. I, uh, I obviously, have, I in return injuries to get right. Yeah, I know. Yeah, in this case, yeah. Let's let's throw injuries out of there. We're just talking about load management. But then I get a solid player who's going to play every single week who's not a Loge Manimate player. She gets LeBron James who's going to miss out on those back-to-back games or John Wall or Jamal Murray. And then I get a player who plays every week. That's It's, it's foolproof. <laughs> foolproof. If you're saying it, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> let, uh, do you have any, any players that are load management players on your team? John Wall, I did, but I got rid of him because screw that. I don't want to deal with that. John Wall already? <laughs> yeah. Okay. As I got rid of him so fast. I don't. I just don't want to do with it. Plus, I don't know. Just John Wall coming off the bench. He wasn't. Ha- he didn't have that many minutes and everything. I don't know. I was kind of looking at maybe getting him back because he is available. But I don't know. How many players have you dropped since the draft? I think I was up to like five or six transactions already, and we're in okay. week two. <laughs> okay. I was just curious if who is the highest draft it's, pick that you've dropped already. Uh, I don't know. I could look at that. I'll I'll look at it later. Oh, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. Yeah. I'm just curious if you do. Yeah, I I don't know for sure right now, but yeah, it, I I'm curious, so I will look that up. Okay, so this brings me back to going over my uh my all of my picks this week, right? So week three, we're gonna go. So I hold on. Let me let me go back to this part. So I have five waiver wire ads for each NBA position. So this is to set you up right for next week. So first player I picked was Dennis Smith Jr. We kind of went over him earlier, right? Um, he plays for the Hornets. Um, he's replacing ball. He's owned in 49% of the league right now. It actually jumped up 38% from last week. He was projected to be 382nd. He was currently 45, uh, 45th in the entire league when I looked yesterday, last night. I mean, I know that might have changed slightly, but yeah, he was a... He's going to be a huge addition to your team on the point guard position. Uh, Next one is shooting guard slash uh, small forward, Josh Richardson. He is only owned in 9% of the league. Um, He has, he actually went up 5% from last week. He was projected to be 290th. He is currently 62nd in the league. Um, I picked him because he, he's, he's a decent player where, uh, why, why did I pick him? Yeah, he was averaging 14 points per game. Um, two, he's going to get you a few rebounds, a few assists. He got 2.3 rebounds on average. This is in the last seven days, okay, a seven-day average. 2.3 rebounds, 3.8 assists. I just feel like he's a really good addition. He's 33rd in the league on one part, one thing that I'm looking at, but he's different on another. Oh, hold on. I just I went back and I screwed something up. So, Here he is. so he's quick. 62nd in the league right now currently. We had a 10-round draft. You have dropped your 6th, 8th, ninth, and 10th round players. Good. They deserve it. I mean... Which one was 6th? Does it say? John Wall. Yeah. (laughs) If you look at some of the other names that were drafted in the 6th round that you could have had, names in the 7th round that you could have had... um, Yep. Yeah, Ronnie. It doesn't matter. We got to talk about your draft strategy. I was also projected (laughs) to beat the guy this week by like 50 points until I screwed everything up. So yeah, I know so what I'm doing. Because you screwed everything. Oh, <laughs> I beg to differ. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing when it comes to setting, being the league manager, but okay. yeah, I know well, it just, is. It's, I would say typically if you have dropped your sixth round player already, when there are so many players, good players on the board, that is not a successful draft. That is, that was eh, you reaching. It's okay. I didn't I know mean, John. Obviously this I didn't know John Wall was going to be a load management player. That's why I dropped him, though. So that's that was my reasoning behind that. All right. He was only going to play like research. 
He was missing. He was giving me a zero. I don't want that. Okay, so so far we got Dennis Smith Jr., Josh Richardson. Next is my uh, shooting forward slash another shooting guard, Terrence Ross. So he's a flex player in that position, owned in 41% of the league. It went up 34% last week. He was projected 269th, currently 63rd in a league. Um, this, wow. Yeah, this guy, he's... So last seven days, he's averaged 100% from the free throw. Uh, he's 0.512, so 51% from field goal range. Eh. And then points 13.8, 3.3 rebounds. He's going to get you an assist, maybe a block. But uh, yeah, I, I really like that addition. I'm going over some of these stats where you do have to be careful when it's categories leagues because you don't want some of these those categories to drop on you, like the field goal percentage. That's a little rough. Um, let me go back to... I want yeah, to go so back one player. This advice is exclusively for for points leagues. I think that's probably worth repeating. Yeah, Josh Richardson. Uh, he's fifty four percent from shooting from field goal percentage, and uh, f- Dennis Smith Jr. He's forty eight percent. So yeah, just wanted to point that not, out. Not great category numbers. If right. that's one of your categories. Yes, yeah. but yeah. So but still, overall stats. These guys are are good pickups because sure. look at what their rank is. You know, look, the first guy's 45th, second, 62nd, then 63rd. I mean, a lot of people have players on their team who are like ranked 150th because they're just second this year. So yeah, if you, these guys are available, pick them up. You're going to have an excellent team if you get all of these guys. Okay. Power forward position slash shooting forward, Trey Murphy, the third. He's owned in 53% of the league, up 27%. Projected 232nd. He's currently 40th. 40th? He's a top 40 player. That's ridiculous. Well, I, I, I'm questioning your ranking here because I show him as 96th currently. So this is based on the the standard Yahoo categories league that I'm in. What is your stats? Season average? Yeah. Season I, total? It was, it was average of the season, right. Okay. Are you looking at them live, or did you write these numbers down? Last night. Okay. Okay. What does it say right now I, on yours? Right now, he's 96th, Trey Murphy the third. Okay, so some players had some more points than him, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he plays for the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, he is 100% in the last seven days for free throw percentage, field goal percentage, 60%. Um, he averages 15.3 points a game, 5.7 rebounds, uh, you might get an assist. He's only averaging 0. 0.7. Um, probably will get a steal, 1.3 steals. No blocks. Uh, yeah, get get this guy. I swear he's going to be an asset to your team. And well, especially plus, with Brandon Ingram out for potentially yes. unknown amount of time. He might just be a short-term roster guy. And then when Brandon Ingram comes back, you're like, all right, thanks, buddy. And exactly. you, you send him on his way. Thank you. Yep, exactly. Took the words out of my mouth. This last pick... He's the best center right now, but I don't know how I feel about this pick. I want to. I want your insight on this too. So I have. Uh, he's also um, a power forward position, bull bull. So he's owned in forty seven percent of the leagues. Up forty three. Was it bull bull? How you spell that? B O L space B O L. That's his full name. Oh, okay. Bull bull. You know this guy. Come on. We talked about him before. So he was projected to be four hundred and fifty fourth. He is currently 46th when I looked him up. 114th. <laughs> All right. So he, he did drop a little bit, which I did suspect would happen because he was averaging like five blocks a game. That wasn't going to stay up there. He's going to have some down right. games. He was currently, as when I last looked yeah, last night, was three blocks per game. And remember, in our personal league, he's three, every block is worth three points, right? So I like that for our league. Free throw percentage, 60%. Field goal percentage, 63%. I think that field goal percentage is going to stay up there because he's a center, and centers typically do have a a better field goal percentage. You're not going to get anything out of threes, this guy. He averages 9.8 points um, and then 5.8 rebounds a game. No assists, no steals. You're not going to get much of that. So what do you think about this pick? He plays for the um, Orlando Magic, by the way. Orlando Magic, yeah. I don't care for it. Um, I'm looking at his game log right now. I think the reason he was so high on your list when you snapshotted it is because his last game before the snapshot, he scored 19 points. Uh, he was 8 for 10 from field goal range. Mm-hmm. He had four blocks, which are huge points. Right. Um, 
that was his best game of the season. And it's just, I just don't think you're going to get another game like that out of him. That might have been his best game of his career, honestly. Uh, if you take that game out of consideration, he's averaging, do some mental math here. Uh, he's averaging seven points a game. Yeah, for this, for the whole entire year, yes. But these last two games, so I screenshotted this because his last two games, he played an average of 21 minutes. Um, his points, his, he had his two games ago, he scored 19 points. Last right. game was, was nine points. Game. Yep. And then his rebounds were, so two games ago, five rebounds. The last game, he got 10 rebounds. Uh, I just, and then blocks, he's, it's like, it goes two, four, four, two, one. So you're going to have some games where he has like four blocks a game, some games where he has one. But uh, if you have a, a league where blocks are important, like categories, if you need to step up your blocks, yeah. this would be a guy to get, you know, if you're focusing on, on those types of things kill you in some other categories there i would say that for a points per league perspective he would be a good emergency setter oh crap so and so's hurt i need to start somebody uh he's available in, in most leagues mm-hmm. i would say he'd be fine for that i don't think he's a long-term solution um for any of that sort of stuff i mean listen just, this, just the he streakiness was, he was the best center available at the time when i was doing this research so that's why I'm, I'm recommend that you you pick him. I mean, who else are you going to get? There was nobody else available. He was the highest ranked center in a league. So I'm going like per position and who's who's the best in those positions. That's mostly available in a league. So he was your best bet. Yeah, you're not you're not gonna he's not gonna be Embiid or anything. You know, he's not gonna be that player, but he's gonna help you score the points that you need if you need to replace a center. You know, for for this guy. So yeah, that's that's my reasoning behind that. Okay. I would say center, center is one of the toughest positions, um, no doubt about it. I, I feel like there's a couple of guys that are probably all in that same vein as as Bulbul uh, that I would look at, whether it be Mitchell Robinson from the New York Knicks or um, Nick Richards of the Hornets. Those guys, at least uh, Mitchell Robinson, has a little bit more consistency with his rebound numbers. With his points, uh, I would. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm all about consistency, so I yeah. would probably lean towards that. I would stay away from Nick Richards, who is also very streaky. 19 points, six points, 20 points, seven points. Mm-hmm. That doesn't do anything for me. I want the consistency. Uh, so I would say probably Mitchell Robinson would be my top available center. He's available in only 20 percent of leagues currently, but uh, he might be available in yours. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see how I'm going to keep track of these players and see how I do with these. Sure. And, uh, I have one more player I want to go over. He, I want to go over my sleeper pick. So I have a, okay. basically I was going over, you know, who, who's going to be the most likely to be the best sleeper pick of this week. So this is going to be my, my weekly pick for everybody. I, I'm looking at the Los Angeles Clippers because they have so many injuries. So you heard about Paul George. He just recently got hurt a little bit but we're gonna see if he i think he's a game time decision uh we know Kawhi, yep. yeah we know about john, john wall, wall you is, know with his rest is john wall yeah. right so i'm looking at beauty that's his name <laughs> yeah so there are so many players on this team that you you could choose between there's there's nicholas batham norman powell uh there's luke Kennard. these are all decent picks but my sleeper one the one that i i think is gonna be he's gonna step up over all these guys is terrence mann so he's a shooting guard slash small forward. Um, he's only 5% owned in the league. Last game, he played 26 minutes. He only got nine points, but he did have nine rebounds. So just combine that. I, I think he's going to be, he's going to step up and he's going to get some more minutes. I, I truly believe that he's more athletic than all these other guys too. So they're going to want him on the floor and he's going to, he's going to score a lot of points. So he, when I was doing my research, he's currently 272nd. So this is a deep sleeper pick. But I, I, oh yeah, and I also picked him because the LA Clippers have four games this week too. So that's uh, okay. my sleeper pick of the week. I think he's going to step up and yeah, do a, do a lot. I think maybe I could replace him with um, our other pick that we had earlier for breakout player of the week, Terrence Mann. Okay. You would pick you. You want to replace him for Terrence? You want to replace Dennis Smith Jr. with Terrence Mann? I think that's a terrible idea. Well, but because I will let you do because it if you the want other to. guy Smith, 
he's already up there. You know, he's already broke out, right? So uh, well, no, no, no. So yeah, break out in this in this context means we got to get our we got to get like a vocabulary sheet because you I know think, it's I'm screwing it up because you keep saying weekend and I'm thinking you're talking yes, about week. It's, so a weekend, weekend. Okay, so weekend. Yes. Weekend. Let's so let's, let's be honest. For a week, we it'll can be watch man. basketball on the weekend, right? It's hard to watch basketball during the week. You look at replays, you look at recaps, but yeah. to actually watch a game during the week, I know for me and a lot of other people listening to this podcast have a lot of stuff going on. They have family, they have work. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really really hard to sit down and commit to that. So I'm I'm focusing on the weekend. I think that's really where you make your money uh, in the fantasy perspective as well is is finding those picks for the weekend. I agree with everything you've said, but yeah, we're focusing on breakout player of the weekend, uh, top player of the weekend, uh, specifically one game during this weekend where they just outshine where they normally are uh, slated. Yep, absolutely. But yeah, so for the week, it's man for weekend, it'll be Smith and I'll stick with that. That way I don't screw everything up. So yeah, keep track of everything. I'm going to keep track of my all this stuff and yeah i'm mm-hmm. i'm gonna help everyone win you get these players i promise you you're, you're gonna step up you're, you're probably gonna have a much better week than you did the week before watch all right that's gonna do it for us today thanks for listening we went over our fantasy picks ronnie has some interesting takes uh let us know if ronnie's sleepers or ronnie's waiver wire pickups help you win this weekend uh, let us know what you think of our picks of the week, our locks of the week. What are your locks of the week? Uh, engage with us on social media. Reach out to us on the JNR fan line. Uh, we're happy to talk basketball with anyone, anytime. Uh, and there are there are ways to get a hold of us, so please take advantage of that. Otherwise, enjoy your basketball weekend. Have some fun, and we'll see you next time. Yes, and with these picks that I have, I'm actually going to post them on Twitter once a week too. So if you want to look over, you know what I typed up, and get a updated on your. On, you know who you need to waiver wire every week i will be posting once a week for that and, and it's under jnr underscore bball underscore ron so look for that once a week and our uh, our handles are also in the podcast description so click on the link it'll take you right where you need to go to get all of that sweet sweet info <laughs> to help you win your fantasy basketball league thanks for listening guys we'll see you next time yep, thanks guys <laughs>